Hey, 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 it's your girl. Just call me Jay Nicole. And this bookcast is about none other than why yours truly. But most importantly, it's about life with my bookends. So who are or what are my bookends, you may ask? They're my wonderfully talented two sons, also known as my heart and my heartbeat. Without them, life just was incomplete. And I know a lot of people are like, eh, but one of the biggest things that I desired in life was to become a mother. And at 18, I was told that there was a slim to none chance that that would even happen. So when God bestowed them upon me, they made my life complete. And they hold me upright. They give me perspective on what life is and what I should be doing in life. They actually give me purpose each and every day. And because of them, I now have this podcast to share with you the day in the life of the Walkers, or more specifically, the day in the life of Just Call Me Jay Nicole and life with my bookends. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Just Call Me Jay Nicole, and I am back with yet another episode. So... I'm a little emotional today, won't go into too much detail, but what I did want to chime in and talk to you guys about this week, as I keep the ball rolling with the evolution of relationships, is the relationship that we have with food. I am definitely an emotional eater, and I cannot afford to be an emotional eater because of my medical condition. I um, was diagnosed with um, Graves' disease years ago but it was only after i actually found out that i had thyroid cancer and i didn't find out in like the traditional sense i actually found out in a roundabout way going to um my primary care physician and learning that oh when we pull your medical records from your previous endocrinologist you actually had cancer and they were able to um cure that it didn't spread it was no need for me to undergo um a a very lengthy treatment plan however i had cancer didn't know about it and because i have graves disease if you've never heard of it it is a thyroid condition where your um thyroid gland is um it doesn't act in the way that it should originally i had high per thyroidism which means I had an overactive thyroid gland so I lost weight and I had just had my oldest son so I was like yes here come this baby weight let me get snatched yeah nah that's not really what was going on I was um I was dealing with an overactive thyroid gland I was losing weight rapidly I um my eyes had started to bulge um what was the other condition that i noticed um my, i had heart palpitations and i already had a heart murmur so to also deal with um an irregular heart rate um, on top of the murmur i was like hold the phone what's going on and all that to say um after treatment and them killing or curing the thyroid issue my thyroid gland now is inoperable and it is underactive meaning that it sucks <laughs> i mean seriously um 
everything including my metabolism slows down um, your your thyroid gland which I have learned over the course of years actually um, helps to promote a lot of regularity in your body from your mental to your physical seriously so now that I am in the hypo h-y-p-o like my everything has come to a creepy crawly slow motion type of functionality I my metabolism isn't extremely slow hence the reason why I said I cannot afford to have this emotional roller coaster type of relationship with food however comma I do I actually um, decided about four years ago to give up meat well I'm a pescatarian I'll say that I still will eat um, seafood of sorts um, but I decided to do that because I was a and I still am a baseball mom and a lot of times we would just stop and grab fast food as you guys are fully aware of what you do when you're on the road non-stop and you just got to pick up what you can when you can um, and eat it mostly in the car and while we could have packed lunches and taken them with us um, we just wasn't that family uh, my family is extremely picky on top of that about what they will and won't eat my kids are not traditional kids that will eat like uh, a meat sandwich and I say a meat sandwich because I don't want you guys to say when I say sandwich to picture a peanut butter and jelly sandwich so my kids um, my oldest son he will literally eat what I call a choke sandwich a dry sandwich it's just the meat the cheese and the bread he didn't care for condiments and my younger son he's really picky about what condiments you have on there he's not against the condiments but yeah so yeah I am one of those parents who I would rather fix something that you will eat versus fixing something you not eat it and then it goes to waste because we're also not a family that thrives off of leftovers so there you go the walkers are all screwed up but for me in particular I decided to give up meat because I'm like okay that will limit the the bad parts of the fast food that I would normally go for because your girl had a love affair with chick-fil-a as most people do I love me a good old Chick-fil-A sandwich. I would put the Polynesian sauce on it or the Chick-fil-A sauce. And then I would have to have some extra sauce on the side to dip my fries. And you guys can already hear the calories calculating. So just imagine in a day, in a day of being Mama Walker, the first game typically starts around, I will say you usually have to report there about seven. Okay, 7 a.m. Get it right, guys. There's no time because I'm not one of those people rise and shine, cook breakfast, and have. I am not Susie Homemaker like that. I love my kids through and through. I make sure that they have food, but I'm not getting up extra super early to fix breakfast. I just don't, being honest. So we're going to eat out, right? And this is okay for the kids because, of course, they are burning off all of this food, all these calories they're playing. Contradictory to what their parents are doing which is sitting in the stands okay so we will leave home we will hit up a local restaurant to get breakfast so there you have it you have breakfast 
and I can't even tell you how many calories. This just depends on if, okay, so we go to Chick-fil-A. I'm not a big, big biscuit person, but the chicken minis, oh, to the M, to the G. They're just wonderful. I still want the chicken minis just for the honey butter biscuit thing that they sit in. I will just take some of those, please. I don't need the meat because I love bread and sweet bread. Oh my God, how can you say no? So anyhow, we got Chick-fil-A for breakfast. Okay, then it's lunchtime. We're still at the park because when you play in a baseball tournament or travel baseball, you're in a game all day long. You can start at 7 a.m. with the first game actually started at 8, but you got to get there an hour early, right? And then you can be there as late as 8, 9, 10 o'clock, depending on what the weather conditions are, what age bracket your kids are in, so forth and so on, okay? So I end up having typically three meals in one day from a fast food restaurant and we're just gonna be honest that can sometimes be 2,000 calories yes per meal so in one day I could consume nearly 6,000 calories not that I'm not burning any of it off but I'm not burning it off at the normal rate that I would typically do it had I had a functioning or operable thyroid gland so say me and the hubby weren't in a good place and I'm really in my feelings and I really need something sweet because my go-to when I'm in my feelings is to find something sweet if you guys follow me on social media it is nothing for me to have a blue tongue from blue raspberry Jolly Ranchers those are my absolute weakness I had a student who kept me outfitted with raspberry blue jolly ranchers most of the school year bless her heart i love her and her family through and through we'll miss them dearly next year and then other the kids knew at school like miss walker loves raspberry blue jolly rancher so if we get a blue raspberry jolly rancher and we want to be nice to her we will give them that i mean like seriously before my affection or affinity with blue raspberry jolly ranchers um, I would definitely just find anything sweet. I love cookies. I love cakes. I love pies. Uh, absolutely. And I saw someone put a meme up that talks about jelly-filled donuts. Uh, get your life. I love a jelly-filled donut. It is a dessert. It's not just a regular smegular donut. I also absolutely freaking lutely love a boston cream donut so those so now you guys know that's my weakness so today i'm in my feelings i won't go into all the glorious details is why i'm in my feelings but i'm in my feelings and the one thing that i am like oh you know cute homer simpson drool i really want just about everything that i told you guys that i want I was talking to my grandmother this morning and she said that she was going to get her a key lime pie. Love a good key lime pie. And if you guys have a Publix in your local area, oh goodness, you have to go get theirs. They used to have the key lime tart. See, you know, this is, this is where I'm going. I love key lime pie. That's all you need to know. Well, she was talking about key lime ice cream, key lime pie ice cream that she can go get from 
I, I think she said Brewster's. And I was like, sort of bummed, like, oh my God, if she goes and gets a key lime pie and I'm headed over to her house um, to spend some QT with her because she's been quarantined, I've been quarantined and my grandmother is like my other mother, okay? And not being able to see my peeps is just not doing it for me. We've practicing social distancing and I get a chance to help her. She's a widow. So, um, you know, she, she just needs some, um, someone to come around and help her take care of a few things. And I'm usually the person she calls on. So I had my mouth all worked up guys, because I was emotional. I was talking to my grandmother. She talked about food and then cue emotional eating. And I had to talk to myself and say, like, why is it that you're you're thinking that you need this thing to satisfy how you're feeling? Because what ends up happening, guys, is we think that, especially the emotional eaters, we think that we if we eat, it, it's, it, it releases those. I forgot which um, hormone it is. I think it's endorphins. I'm not sure if I said that right. But it does. It, it releases some kind of hormone that gives you a temporary feeling. Keyword, temporary. But over the years, what we have taught ourselves is that when I eat this, I feel better. But what we're not teaching ourselves is that when I eat this, it makes me feel better for a little while or in that moment. It doesn't necessarily make everything that had me feeling the way that I was feeling go away and feel 100% better. It doesn't. And that's the evolution of food and emotional eating that we, we are teaching ourselves like this, this makes me feel good. I feel good in this moment and it doesn't matter. Even though it's a temporary thing, it's good. And I watch, I... Hey guys, hey, you been on Amazon yet? I know you have, girl. I'm so sorry. It's a, it's like a rabbit hole. But did you check out this dope journal? It's called Any World Filled With Everybody's I Want. And it's exclusively for little girls between the ages of 10 and 15 to work through their emotions instead of internalizing them. We want to keep our young people healthy and whole so that they don't end up being adults with a bunch of mental health issues. Check me out exclusively on Amazon. Peace and blessings to you guys. And now back to our regular scheduled program. Absolutely love my 600 pound life. And from watching it, I've actually been like, okay, shit, I'm, I'm in a good place. It makes me, it gives me a pat on the back. Like I ain't got that big. But truth be told, it doesn't matter that I haven't gotten that big because I am exercising the same mental capacity that these people who have gotten to excessive weights. Because I'm thinking the same way that they're thinking, like this makes me feel better. And as long as it makes me feel better, I'm gonna eat it. So compound that with the inability to metabolize your food the way that you need to be able to metabolize your food. The relationship that I have developed 
with food has now become extremely toxic, not just toxic in the form that it was before, because, you know, it's just going to make me gain a little bit of weight. Now it's going to make me lose gain weight and it's going to make me gain weight to the point that my and my body can already identify like, OK, we can't burn this off. I'm about to go real ATL. <laughs> I felt it coming up because what I was about to say is we can't burn this up, little shawty. Like you got to back up and I eat this. My body is trying to tell me that. But the mental state that I'm in is saying that I don't care that we can't burn this up. I want what I want because it makes me feel good. That's a toxic relationship. I don't know if you've ever been in a toxic relationship of any fashion, but when you can when you can identify that something is bad for you, but continue to pursue the relationship with that thing, that's toxicity at, at its finest. And here I am in this toxic relationship with food, and I'm just like, I want what I want. It makes me feel good. I feel better when I have it. And later on, I am literally looking at myself and saying, this is the reason why he doesn't love me. This is the reason why I don't love me. This is the reason why I can't X, Y, and Z. This is why I'm hurting. This is, and, and I feel horrible. So was that 30 seconds? Because yeah, I can devour a donut and, and probably less than 30 seconds. But is eating that donut in 30 seconds really worth the mental anguish the pain that I later caused myself from deciding that I want what I want because I have an emotional connection to it. It's not. A lot, if you guys watch the 600 pound life um, TV series, you will see that these people have gotten to a point where they feel trapped in their, their skin, they feel trapped in their lives because all they know to do is eat they eat because they it makes them feel something but on the opposite side they can identify like this is crazy why is it that I know it's bad for me but I have to have it it's because we develop that emotional dependency on that food because we want that feeling when it when it hits our taste buds when it gets down into our throat and sinks down into our belly there's all an emotional connection to it. Then add on the hormones that are being released, the feelings that you are creating. Those all things create a chemical dependency and that's really what it is. And you have to go about trying to recondition yourself so that you no longer feel that way. It's just like a chemical dependence with drugs whether it be alcohol whether it be marijuana crack cocaine whatever whatever your drug of choice is right you have to go through the necessary steps to kick the habit to be like I don't I don't need this so as I was leaving the home and like I really need something sweet and this also is why I chew lots of gum, guys. I'm always chewing gum on all of my social media posts when I'm doing a video or going live. I typically have gum in my mouth. I saw my mom kick her habit of smoking 
chewing gum. So I'm a gum chewer now because I'm like, my go-to is, okay, I need to chew on something. Now, I jokingly tell people I have a chewing disorder. It's not that I need to eat. It's that I just need the action of chewing. At least that's what I tell myself. It sounds good, right? Okay, good. But I had to tell myself, like, you don't need it, Jocelyn. You just really don't. What you, what you wanted, because you want those feelings of that, that you're feeling bad right now to subside. And you want good feelings. And the way that I've gained and I've learned to get the kinds of feelings that I want is through eating. Especially sweet stuff. I should have just kept and continued to eat meat <laughs> giving up sugar that would have been far harder because before giving up meat I really didn't eat lots of meat I would eat meat every so often like I told you guys I can go for the chicken minis without the chicken um, the chicken sandwich was just like oh yeah that's great but I didn't have to have meat all the time every day I could go without it sweet stuff I, I, I almost need something sweet daily I really do and don't let me get into a point where I'm like really having an emotional day I'm like I can sit and eat and I did that's sad a couple of days ago I went to Dollar Tree I got a couple of packs of Jolly Ranchers I deep blue them because that's what my students tell me that I do is I did you deep blue those bags of Jolly Ranchers yes 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 I did and I gave the rest of them to my son, my youngest son, because I'm like, I don't really want any of the other colors. I'm not really a big fan of all the other colors. I'll take a, a cherry one if I have to, because there's no more blues, but that's not what I go to first. I sat and ate all of those blue Jolly Ranchers in one seating. I sat down and I ate them and it probably was around 20 yeah it was bad but I was I was dealing with some emotions and then the, um once I got one and it gave me this really good feeling and I love the way that it tastes I was like oh I need another and then I needed another and then I needed another so just imagine the kind of poor eating habits you can inflict on yourself because you literally are not eating to survive you're eating to continue to connect with that feeling it felt good to have that blue Jolly Rancher rolling around in my mouth and the sweetness of, with a little tartness and it was just heaven and it created a euphoria for me and when it was gone I was like a junkie I needed another high that's what I've been doing for my to myself all of these years and people all over the world are doing the same thing. The amount of food that we need or the evolution of the relationship that you have with food is because, just like I said, once that piece of candy was gone, I needed another. I need another hit. So what originally started out with okay i can just take like one or two pieces of candy and i can be cool changed to me being able to sit down and eat 20 pieces of candy non-stop literally before one was all completely melted i was already like oh i need to let me go ahead and get another one because this one's almost gone 
it's the same situation with people who are chain smokers before one cigarette is completely burned out they're already lighting up a cigarette with a cigarette that they have in their mouth i've seen it i've seen my family and friends go through it it's it's really it's really really like that but when you just you have to do the work is what you really have to do and i can't tell you how to do it but i can tell you how to identify that there is a problem and there are people out here therapists there are actually food therapists out here who can help you get over what this is which is an eating disorder yes it's an emotional thing yes it's a mental thing that's the reason why you need therapy and it's just like any other addict if you have a chemical dependency on drugs you seek therapy for it we don't always equate food as a chemical dependence dependency because it's like it's food people everybody need it but when you need it in the quantity and at the frequency to just feel better there is an addiction there and there are therapists food therapists who can help you navigate your way back to not needing food like you currently do so with all that being said i've popped my gum i'm trying not to smack while i was recording this because i'm a huge gum popper don't judge or judge your mama <laughs> say but i've gotten on the road and i don't i no longer feel the need to have something sweet i've gotten an opportunity to let calmer heads prevail and to really think about what set me off and why did it set it off and and why is it that when i was triggered that i automatically think that food was going to bail me out so guys look into it if this is something that you feel you are challenged with look into finding a food therapist someone who can help you someone who can save you from eating yourself to death whether it be from weight gain or any other issues that come with the overconsumption of food and bad food definitely get yourself some help i'm gonna log off now thank you guys for listening to me and join me next week as we continue the conversation on the evolution of relationships i hope you enjoyed it peace and blessings guys Hey guys, hey, thank you so much for tuning in and listening into this week's episode. As I've already said, I truly, truly appreciate you guys for just being here and listening to the sound of my voice. As always, please stay connected with me. Make sure you're following me so that you can get the latest and the greatest episodes that I drop every Wednesday for you. Just you. Yes, yes, you. And make sure you're connecting with me on all of my social media platforms. I'm on IG and Twitter as well as Facebook. On Facebook and IG, I'm on there as Just Call Me J. Nicole, and that's J-U-S-T-C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. And on um, Twitter, yeah, they just wouldn't let me be great. So there I am, Call Me J. Nicole. And again, that's C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. 
And thanks again so very much from my heart to your ears for taking the time to listen to me. And until next Wednesday, be blessed and stay safe out there.